What's up, Agents for Life? Welcome to Podcast 202. I'm so glad you're here. Did you miss me last week, by the way? I don't know if anyone noticed. I know some of you noticed, but I skipped a podcast. The first time I've done that in, gosh, a couple of, well, since I started, I think. And there's just a lot going on. I'm not going to make excuses, but I guess I will. <laughs> I'm migrating all of my data. I'm using a new um a new system to send these out and last week I was in the middle of it all it was craziness and I you know I I could have done it but I just didn't I had a lot going on and you know what I'm not gonna try and give excuses I'm just gonna stop right there leave it at that and say I'm glad I'm back and I hope you were glad too I'm gonna go over just a couple of things today and we're gonna rock and roll we've got some good things going on I don't know if you feel it, but it's a great time of year. The fall time is such a great time to hit it hard. And any of you who are coming in, you're coming in at the right time. This is a great time to be out in the field protecting families. Let's get after it. I don't have a report from the field so much, but I will tell you, any of you who are starting to do reviews, I've been doing a lot of reviews lately. I've been way behind on my annual reviews. So if you need some coaching, in fact, I'm going to dedicate a podcast coming up to doing an annual review, the questions you ask and the things to say. Uh, I've been doing a lot with conversions because a lot of people have policies that are a couple of years old. And that's been really helpful. So if you need help on any of those things, I will help you because I've gone through all the bugs. I've been going through a lot of bugs lately with this stuff and I can help you with any of that. So a couple of things to, to, to note, Opt is still up. So if you haven't yet, go in there, download all of your leads, sign up for Lead Center. That's where we're getting our leads now moving forward. And if you're brand new, don't forget about the Trailblazer Award. Get after it, $2,750, three apps. You can do it. You totally can do it. You've got 45 days in your first 45 days. Get out there and just start talking to people. Talk to friends, family, work leads, whatever you got to do. So anyways, I wanted to talk today or this podcast about showing up. Now, the first thing you think of when I say show up and we're talking about success is that famous phrase, showing up is half the battle. I'm not sure who it's attributed to. There's a few people and I don't know who said it first, but they say showing up is half the battle. And I think they meant well, but I, I think there's a lot more I think more than half is is effort and activity and hustle. I think showing up gets you started, but I'm going to I'm going to take that at face value and I'm going to say it they meant well, but it's not literally showing up is half the battle. Showing up is a lot because it gets you started and it it begins the momentum. It gets the momentum going. That's the that's the tipping point of the ball at the top of the hill where it just starts to roll, right? And then you get the momentum on your side and inertia and energy and speed and all those things and you start rocking and rolling. So showing up gets the ball rolling in your favor, I think it might be better, but it's just not as sexy as half the battle. So we will say at the end of the day, whether you agree with that phrase or not, showing up is important. Okay, let's agree on that. So here's what I mean. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer three places where you need, absolutely need to show up as an agent. Okay. But first a quick analogy, you know how much I love my analogies. Um, yeah. So you think of a campfire and sticks, you know, they're all in there and you pull one stick out and it's on fire and you let it burn down. It turns into a coal 
an ember, and then it burns out, and then it goes cold, right? If you keep the stick in the fire, it stays lit. It burns. When we're around each other, we are we're more excited about the things. We have an energy. We have a sync. I don't know, synchronicity, whatever you want to call it, that we're where we feed off of each other. And it works that way because in life insurance, we're all islands, really, if you think about it. We're all working from our home offices. We're not elbow to elbow next to somebody like in a work environment, a traditional work environment. So it's easy to lose sight of the bigger vision. And when you pull yourself out of the fire, so to speak, you start to cool down. Okay. Now, some of y'all are great, and I don't need to be telling you about this one, but show up to practice. Show up to the team. That's number one. You got to show up to the team. And a lot of that is given, uh, giving of yourself to others. Okay. Now, there's a selfish element for sure. When you show up on, on our team calls, you're going to get mentored. You're going to get trained. You're going to write down some new things. You're going to walk away with some takeaways. But think of the bigger picture. When you have a guest on uh, one of our team calls, do you want to see a lot of people and a good energy and people excited and listening in and talking? and Or do you want it to be one of those calls where it's crickets, right? We've got to show up for each other. The team operates better when we all show up together and we all give our all. So show up to the team as if you were on a football team and the coach said, Friday morning, Monday mornings and Friday mornings are practice. You pick up your phone and you show up to practice, okay? Just like you would never skip practice if you wanted to play in the game and do well as a player. You've got to practice, practice, practice. Well, here, practice sessions are the team calls. We put them on our calendar and we block them off. They are essential elements, and I don't book over my team calls. I always show up. If I'm not, I'm sick or something. I'm out of town maybe or I don't have internet connection, but catch the replay. When I was at work, when I still had my job, I knew how important this was. I would step out of my office, go around the corner. I grab the bathroom keys, go out outside, pull my phone out, call in. And listen to part of the team call. Now, I couldn't catch the whole thing because it's 45 minutes long and nobody goes to the bathroom that long. <laughs> if you did that every day, people would start asking questions. I worked in a small environment. There were 13 of us, so you can't get away with too much. But I got away with what I could. Why? Because I was hungry. In my mind, I was no longer a creative director. I was now an, a, a life insurance agent who, oh, by the way, has a full-time side hustle called a job. But I had to shift my mindset to become a life insurance agent first and foremost. So I had to prioritize that. Even though I was still at a job, I had to show up, do my best at my work, et cetera, et cetera. Not cheating my, my boss out of my hours. But where I could, I showed up for the team, even when I was at work. Okay, now I don't know what you have going on, but a lot of you need to hear this because you're not showing up on the team calls and you know who you are. If you're not showing up, you know who you are, but you need to make it a priority. I am telling you, I don't know anybody that's successful in this business that doesn't show up to the team calls. When there's an Equus event, when there's a convention, and we have those once a year, when there's a team call, when there is a uh, something in town where I can show up 
an event, a local event, a little training event or something, I'm there. I'm going to go not only to get some learning and training, but to show up and offer myself, my energy for the good of the team, for other people that have guests that are showing up. Okay. So, and that feeds me, by the way, in reciprocity. I don't even know if that's a word, but I just said it. Oh, well. So all I'm saying is you've got to show up to the team, make these calls and the team events a priority, just like football practice. You never miss, right? Coach would kick out the team if you missed too many practices. Well, Eric's never been known to just kick someone off the team for not showing up to calls, but treat it with the same level of importance. It's your business. This is not a hobby. This is your future. This is a business. We want it to perform, right? And we want to get the most out of it. Well, when the team's together, we show up. Okay, so that's the first thing. Show up to the team. The second thing, show up to your mentor. Show up to your mentor. Now, what do I mean by that? Let me unpack that a little bit for you. First of all, accountability, right? Your mentor is, and all of you listening, you might, I might be the one that, that you think of when I say that, but I know there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that have other mentors in other places. So I'm just going to say third party, your mentor, and I speak for myself and every mentor that I know, anybody that's in a management position, they want to be speaking to their agents, now, don't just call and, you know, spend two hours talking about the weather and your vacation. Your, you know, it's, it's good to talk and connect, but your mentors are busy, so respect their time. But we want to hear from you. And if you can keep it short and succinct and go over, you know, what you're looking for, for where your needs are, where you're fumbling, where you're, or maybe you just had a good day and just want to talk about it. Maybe you just had a really great appointment. Um, but that accountability factor where you're in communication with your mentor, I can't tell you how many people I bring in, they get all excited, I tell them, listen, we need to be talking very closely during the first few weeks, and then they disappear. And I check in with them, and I check in. I'm not here to chase people. I, you know, I'll check in two or three times, and then I'm, I've got to move on because there's a lot of people that I'm working with, and I've got to work with the ones that want it, the ones that show up, right? So show up. When, when your mentor asks you certain things or wants to hold you accountable or if there's a call or something, you want to you want to take that serious. You want that relation. You want to value that relationship. When I was starting out, I had uh, regular calls with Jason and Eric, and I remember how, and they still are to this day. I, I just don't qu- speak to them quite as often as I used to when I was needing their help more. But I valued every minute of those calls. I look forward to them. I... You know, I was taking, taking down mental notes and I was implementing things and I was a sponge and always so thankful that they would give me their time and their attention. And I love that this business model is set up that way, that the mentorship is built into the system because of the vested interest due to overrides. It's a, it's a brilliant business model, but we all can do better at valuing and showing up from the advice that we get from our mentors. The second part of that is the loneliness factor. Now, I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but this business can get a little lonely. I I remember in the early days, driving in appointments and driving back by myself in the dark, no shows, and I just felt this, this overwhelming, I don't know, loneliness. Like I'm here in Arizona, my mentor's in Pennsylvania. Okay, lives in Ohio now, but in Pennsylvania, 
I didn't even meet my mentor for the first, oh, six or eight months until we had a national convention and I flew across the country. And that was the first time I met, I met Eric and Jason in person. Never worked, I'd working with them for six or eight months. I think it was eight months. First time I had to fly across the country to meet them. So I was here in Arizona. I felt like an island. I felt like isolated. I felt... Well, I felt lonely. So sometimes I just called because I needed some companionship. I needed to fill that void. But connecting with your mentor helps you not only feel that team connectivity, which you need, but also hopefully you get some mentorship, you get some training, some counsel. And it's it's like, you know, when, you, when you're on an airplane, if you're driving, if you're flying an airplane, and I don't know how many of you have flown an airplane. I haven't, but I've heard this analogy. An airplane's on course, what, like, I don't know if it's less than 10% of the time. It's almost always off course, and it just, it just it corrects. It course corrects over and over. Well, if you didn't catch those little mini course corrects, and you don't even feel them because they're so subtle, right? When us passengers in the back, we're not feeling it wobble or going back and forth. It's just so subtle. But it's like we're off a 0.5 degree. Let's just come back on. Now we're just barely off a little bit. Let's just bring it back in. So the pilots, from what I've heard, this analogy, are constantly course correcting their way all the way to their destination. Well, if they didn't course correct early on, you would either feel that full that you know swerving back and forth a lot or you would end up in Baltimore when you're trying to fly to Dallas right because even one degree early on can result in a major major difference in the end if you don't course correct so if you're not talking to your mentor regularly for those mini course corrections you can find yourself way off track or you can find yourself without much success and just wondering what the heck is going on, right? Anyways, show up, number one to the team, number two to your mentor, and number three to your clients. I'm asking you to show up to your clients. We live in an extremely distracted world, and I've been guilty of this. I'm raising my hand. You're having a conversation in the middle of 43 things. Somebody calls, and you keep working those 43 things while you're trying to talk to that person, and they don't really truly feel your attention. Well, we can get over it, but a client might not, and you can lose the sale. When you're on a, when you're on the phone with a client, like they say, and this is what I was taught, I remember Jason, this just rings in my ears, love the one you're with. Love the one you're with. If somebody texts you, don't don't look at your phone. Cuz you know what? It might be it might be an urgent message and it might get you thinking about that. I've had it so that in a virtual environment, you're sitting there talking to a client. I've got my email up, pops into my email, a decline notice from an app I wrote yesterday. Guess where my mind goes? I can't help it. I wasn't seeking that out, but because I didn't go to the extra step of closing down my window so I don't see emails popping in, it popped in and all of a sudden I'm thinking, it was declined? What what happened? That was a good, no, that guy's healthy. Where Now I got to, I just curiosity. I got to see why. I got to see what happened. Now I got to call him. What are we going to do? What's plan B? Am I going to go to a UL? Does he, is he even going to want a final expense? I don't know. Do I have to go fully underwritten? And the client, meanwhile, is telling me about how important it is to protect their family and why they might want life insurance. Well, guess who checked out? 
right? So I'm asking you, and this is probably one of the most important things you'll do on your appointments, show up to your clients. Give them the one single most valuable thing that you have, and it's not time, it's attention. We want to say time's the most valuable thing we have, but attention is time plus focus. Time plus focus. That's attention. Even more valuable than just time. Because I can sit next to someone and give them my time, but if I'm not paying attention, that's why we use the word pay attention, because it's a currency. Is it not? You can, you can buy things. You can buy people's uh, allegiance and loyalty and, and their you know, friendship. And I, maybe I'm saying this wrong, but you're using the currency of attention because it's such a valuable commodity, a medium for exchange, right? I give you my attention, and in exchange, you give me your trust because you feel listened to. And if we can learn to show up to our clients and truly let them tell us why they want insurance and why we're talking and how I might be able to help them, instead of rushing our way through appointments, if we can truly just listen, listen, even if just for a few minutes, they will feel that it'll make such a difference on our appointments. It's, it's crazy. People just want to be heard. And we get too crazy busy, right? We want to do two or three things. And we're on appointment. I can be, you know, typing this out or sending this email to somebody while I'm listening to a client blabber on about this or that. And, or we can close things out and I can make that person the single most important person in the world to me at that moment. For those 20 minutes, that person needs to rock your world. That person needs to be and feel like the most important person. If you can get good at that, that is a skill that will pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions potentially, as a life insurance agent. So there you go. That's my thought for today. Showing up, number one, to the team, number two, to your mentor, and number three, show up to your clients. I can promise you this is a skill worth getting good at. Mm -hmm.